Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 115 of the Property Magic Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to share with you how you can attract people who have money to help fund your property deals. Now, this is really important because at some point, most investors run out of their own money and most investors just stop investing. However, if you use other people's money, there's no limit to the number of property deals you can do, which means you can reach the point of financial freedom much quicker using other people's money than you could doing it on your own. Now, I want to illustrate this by telling you a story, a story about one of our mastermind students, a lady called Michelle. Now, Michelle is already investing in property. She has some of her own funds, but she decided to come on mastermind because she wanted to speed up the process of reaching financial independence for her and her daughter. Now, Michelle last week told me about a deal that she's done this year in 2021 in this booming property market. And she explained it started because she was trusting the process. She was doing we taught her in Mastermind. And one of those things is about telling everybody what you do. And fundamentally, this podcast is about that. But however, rather than just saying you're a property investor, which may or may not mean anything to someone you speak to, you want to specifically tell them that you help people who need to sell property quickly. And also, you help investors get a great return on their money. Now, I mean, you should tell people this when you meet them, um, when you're contacting people you've not spoken to for a while, tell them about your new business or your new hobby, if they're maybe a work colleague, and you should be putting it on your social media. And so Michelle, when she started Mastermind, she started telling people that she was training, she was learning how to help people to sell their houses quickly and help investors get a great return on their money. And she had a number of people comment and like her posts and congratulate her on a new business. Now, one of these people, let's call her Sarah, was someone who Michelle had known for many, many years, but she'd kind of lost contact with. She'd not spoken to Sarah for six years. However, she was on Sarah's social media and Sarah was on her social media. And so they kind of observed what each other were doing. And you will have lots of people who maybe you haven't spoken to, but they keep up to date with what you're doing by keeping an eye on your social media. Now, Sarah recently reached out to Michelle and said, "Um, I wonder if you can help me. And Sarah explained that she had a property that she wanted to sell. In fact, it's a property she used to live in. She had moved out of it and she really needed to sell the property. So Michelle started speaking to her about this. And strangely, Although Sarah wanted to sell the property, it wasn't actually listed with an estate agent. And Sarah had already moved out of the property and was keen to get rid of it. But there was a problem. And remember, the way you can do the very best property deals is to look for motivated sellers, people who have a problem. And if you can help solve their problem, they're very often flexible on price and or terms. So the problem here was that unfortunately, Sarah's husband had recently passed away and Sarah's husband was a massive hoarder. So the property that Sarah had moved out of was chock-a-block full of stuff. 
And Sarah was so embarrassed by this, she hadn't even allowed an estate agent to come and look at the property. Now, she had got a valuation, but it was a desktop valuation. And the agent she spoke to said, well, this property in this area should be worth about £400,000. But they hadn't actually been into the property or even seen the property from outside. So this was the idea that Sarah had in her mind this property was probably worth 400000 Although Sarah was aware that all the clutter in the house was a problem and also nothing had been done to the house for many many years in fact michelle tells me it needed a complete refurb probably in excess of a hundred thousand pounds now once the property had been renovated it would be worth four hundred thousand but it wasn't worth that at the moment and michelle said this property would be perfect to turn into a six-bedroom high-end HMO, which she thought would probably be worth about £450,000. So Sarah reached out to Michelle, said, look, I've got this property I need to sell. And even though Michelle knew Sarah, Sarah was so embarrassed about this property, it took two months for Sarah to actually even give the keys to Michelle. And it was under the strict instructions that no one else was allowed to look at this property. So Michelle went into the property, had a look, and she realized that, you know, could see what the problem was for Sarah. And over a period of months building the relationship and rapport, they came to a deal on the price. And what really clinched the deal for Sarah was Michelle said, look, the property obviously needs lots of work doing to it. But I tell you what I do, I will clear everything from the house. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Now, for Sarah, this was an absolute miracle because she had this emotional attachment to the property. Her late husband obviously had died. They'd lived there together, had all this stuff. And the thought of someone else just taking care of it was a massive, massive weight off her mind. Now, the property did need a lot of work doing to it. And actually, the property needed about £160,000 spending on it in order to get it into a six-bed high-end HMO. And here's what happens. So Michelle negotiated with Sarah that a fair price based on the condition would be £180,000. So in good condition, the property would be worth four hundred. dollars and Michelle's buying it for 180000 on the condition she also clears the whole property so that Sarah didn't have to do it. So that in itself is a pretty good deal. But then Michelle realized that once Sarah got the money from the sale, Sarah didn't know what to do. She didn't just want to put it in the bank. She wanted to get a good return. And so what Michelle's actually done is once she's bought the property for 180000 Sarah has now lent 160000 of that money back to Michelle. So it's what we call vendor finance. So in other words, although Michelle has bought the property, once, Michelle, once Sarah's got the money, she's lending it back to Michelle because Michelle's going to give her a much better return on it than she'd get in the bank. And this gives Michelle all of the money to do the full refurbishment on the property. So buying at 180, spending 160 on it brings up to a cost of 340. Remember, the value as a normal property would be 400. And as an HMO, it's going to be about 450. So this means that Michelle, once the work is 
is done, we'll be able to refinance the property and take most of our money out. She's probably going to have 20, maybe 30,000 pounds left in the property. So the person who could lend you money to do your property deals, to do your refurbishment, might actually be the seller of the property. However, the story gets better. So Michelle has been telling everybody what she does. And she was at a friend's party. She was talking to some people she knew. And one of her friends, turns out, has just sold her business. And the friend that sold the business again, was worrying about what to do with the money. She didn't know what she was going to do with the money from the business sale. And so she agreed to lend uh, Michelle £150,000, which Michelle put towards the purchase of the property. Now, remember, Michelle's bought this property for 180000 So she put 30000 of her own money in and then 150 from this private lender who sold her business. And this has all come from telling everyone what she's done. Now, it's interesting, many property investors, they like to keep their property investing a little secret, like a little dirty secret. They don't want to tell people what they're doing just in case maybe it doesn't work. And I don't want to be embarrassed if I've said, hey, I'm a property investor and I don't actually do anything. Now, that's a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy, really, because if you don't tell people what you do, how on earth are they going to be able to help you? And in the UK, many people are interested in property. So the fact you help people sell properties If everyone knows that, a lot of people, a lot of your contacts might know people who've got properties they need to sell. And also, if you tell your contacts that you help people who want to get a better return on their money, anyone who's got money in their bank, in their personal account or their business has got a real problem right now because the interest that banks pay is a lot less than inflation. So anyone who's got money in the bank right now is losing money. Now, you might think, yeah, but I don't know who's going to lend money to me or, or why would they do that? Well, it's because you're helping those people. You are helping them get a better return on their investment. And this is a real mindset that you have to get your head around. It's not you going to them cap in hand asking for money. It's you're giving them an opportunity to make money. And who wouldn't want to do that? So, of course, when you use other people's money, you need to be very careful. You need to know what you're doing. Obviously, you need to make sure you give the money back to them. But very often, when you give the money back, they say, oh, um, I don't really want it back because uh, they've got used to getting this high rate of return. Would you like to use it on another project? You would be absolutely amazed at how many people out there actually have money in the bank doing nothing and they would love to get a better return. And they don't even know that they could help you and you could help them because most people like to keep it a secret. So the message I wanted to share with you on the podcast this week is to get out there and tell people what you do. Now, the time I'm recording this is early December 2021. And actually at Christmas time is a perfect opportunity to catch up with old friends. You might have people from work. You might have family who've not seen for ages, particularly because of the last few years we've had this lockdown and lots of people you've probably not physically seen. What a great opportunity to catch up with those people, tell them what you're doing and see if you can help them and they can help you. So I'd encourage you, be bold at your Christmas parties, when you're connecting with family, tell people what you're doing. Not just, oh, I'm in property. Be specific so they know exactly what you're doing. The fact that you're helping people who need to sell their property quickly and you're helping people get a great return on their investment. Now, 
A way to do this without actually asking anyone for money is saying, hey, this is what I'm doing. Do you know anybody who might be interested in that? So you're not asking them for money or if they've got a property to sell, you're just saying, who do you know who might be interested? And often they might say, well, actually, yeah, my neighbor's looking to sell or, or, or my cousin's just sold a company or whatever it might be. But also they might have money themselves. And rather than admitting that to you and feeling obligated that you might ask them for money, they can ask you all about what you're doing as if it's on behalf of someone else, a third party. This just absolutely works if you're consistent, if you tell everyone about what you're doing. And I think you'll find this is a great way to fund some of your deals. So make the most of Christmas. And you might not be listening to this at Christmas time. Maybe you're catching up at some other point. It's never a bad time to tell people what you do. But at family occasions at certain times of the year where people get together like Christmas, it's a great opportunity. So use the opportunity well. And who knows, someone you're speaking to might be able to fund your next deal or your next 10 deals, depending on how much they have. I do hope you've enjoyed listening to this. I would encourage you, if you've got great value from this, I've got a recommendation, which is one, a subscribe to this podcast to make sure every Tuesday you get a little 10, 15 minutes of inspiration and content from me. And if you've liked it, it'd be great if you can give me a five-star review. Now, the way you do that, if you're listening on an iPhone, um, what you do is just scroll down to the bottom of the episodes and it can give you the opportunity to leave a review. And if you leave a five-star review and say what you liked about the podcast, I'd really appreciate that because it means that other people will also be able to find this podcast and also benefit. Until next time, remember to invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.